You know, there's been a hunger in the body of Christ. You know, when I was 16 years old, I started to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's been like 38 years now. But in the last few years, maybe the last 10 years, I've really been noticing a hunger in a lot of young men and women of God. You know, I used to believe that only adults could preach the gospel. And we did see that in a lot of churches, a lot of organization, a lot of religious churches, if I could say it that way. You've seen a lot of the adults preaching the gospel. But today, there's a lot of young people doing amazing things for the kingdom of God. And I believe that's the Holy Spirit stirring up God's people. God has really been dealing with me to stop. You know, at my age, I'm still young, but he's been really dealing with me about stopping and to begin to share those things that God has spoken to me, that God has taught me over these 38 years. You know, I was thinking about this before we started to roll the cameras. I was thinking about growing up, you know, uh, 17, 18, 19, 20 years old. I never had a spiritual father, somebody to really speak into my life. I don't want to use that word spiritual father, make it sound so spiritual. A real spiritual father is somebody that lives the life in front of sons and daughters. Somebody, I mean, a spiritual father don't even have to use words to be a, a spiritual father and a, spirit, a spiritual mother. It's living the life. That's a powerful statement. You know, today it's kind of used very loosely. I'm a spiritual father. You know, I'm a spiritual mother. Come and be my son. Come and be my daughter. You don't need to say that if you're living that. People are watching you. People are reading you. People are listening to you the way you live your life today. You know, God has really spoke to me, like I was saying, about Rick, begin to share the things that I have sh shared with you, the things I have taught you, the things you have learned over the years. I want to begin to take time and do this. I'm asking you to join me. Today, I want to talk to you about the calling in your life. You know, the calling starts first with a word from God. Having a word from God. Having that word burning on the inside of you. Having that word, uh, not in a bad way, but in a good way, keeping you up during the night. Having a word that wakes you up early in the morning that compels you to go to the throne of God. Having a word uh, inside of you burning. Um, you're watching a TV show or, or a sports game and it's not satisfying. You feel like you need to go to your room and get your Bible and begin to seek God. That type of word. Well, I believe that's what's happening today in the day we're living in. I believe God is stirring up people with a hunger that we will love the kingdom of God, that we will love the word of God more than this world. That separates the children of the world and the children of the kingdom of God. I want to give you some thoughts today. I want to say some words today to help compel you to be that son and to be that daughter of the kingdom of God. You know, um, 
I believe that God has called you. I believe you have a calling in your life. Now, I'm not saying everybody's called to preach behind the pulpit. We all have different callings. Like, for instance, you're watching me right now, maybe on your phone device, your iPad, or your television. Maybe you're hearing me on Rally Radio. I'm called right now to speak, to talk, to teach. But there's other people around me right now who have a, can't, who have a, a, a calling to set up lights. Maybe a calling to record the audio. You know, maybe you have a calling to use a camera. Makeup. You know, somebody put my makeup on a little bit ago. People have different callings. But you've got to know one thing that God has called you. Let me give you some thoughts. So number one, you got to know that God has called you. Number two, you got to know that God has chosen you. You got to know these powerful points. Because if you don't, the enemy will talk you out of what God has planned or what God has called uh, you to do in this life. He's called you for great things, but you got to know these things really quick. You got to know that God has called you, that God has chosen you, that God has handpicked you. You got to know that you're on God's team. You got to make that decision. You know, a thought just came to, I remember when I was around 17 years old, uh, probably a junior in high school, it was New Year's Eve, and I was at a party. Uh, uh, some kids from the school had a New Year's, Eve, New Year's Eve party, December 31st. And I remember I went to this party, and, you know, there was people drinking and people smoking pot. And, and I remember I was just walking around, and it got to the point that I said, what am I doing here? I should be home with my family praying in the New Year. I remember I left that party early, I got my car, and I went home where my family was, and we prayed in the new year. I, I weighed both lifestyles, and I said, this lifestyle, the hunger for God is greater. See, I had to make a decision that I was handpicked by God to be on his team. You got to know these things. If you don't, You'll be derailed. You'll, you'll go off course. You'll lose focus. Let me keep going. You got to know that God has anointed you. You got to know that God has equipped you. Every one of us have certain talents, certain gifts. God has wired us. He has equipped us for great and marvelous things in this world. God has ordained you. Wow. He has put his seal of approval on you. Doesn't matter what you've gone through. No, doesn't matter where you've been. Doesn't matter what has happened in your past. It doesn't matter how many times you have fallen. Just get up. God's gifts are without repentance. God has ordained you. And the last thing, God has sent you. It is God's will to send you out. Send you out and do what? bear fruit. It is God's will to send you out and to build his kingdom. God has recruited you into his kingdom to bear much fruit. See, if, if, if a lot of young people would know these things, let's call them tips if you want to use that word. 
A lot of people wouldn't be wishy-washy with their walk. You know, you see somebody one week, they're in church. The next week, they're out of church. You see people in ministry. A month later, they're out of ministry. Like they're in the world. You find them in a bar or something, you know, or you, you, sign, you find them back in the street. What is it? What is it? They just don't have revelation that God has taken time and chosen us out of darkness and brought us into his marvelous light. This is what I'm talking about, being a son and being a daughter. This is what I'm talking about, being a father and a mother into young people's life. Living the example. Speaking into people's lives with truth. Now, let me give you a scripture here. The Bible says in Ephesians 2.10. Now, I'm going to give you my scripture. You want to know Rick Rayner's scripture? You want to know the scripture? You want to know my fuel? This is the scripture that I mean that I have it tattooed in my mind, tattooed in my heart. I meditate on the scripture, scripture so much, especially when we're starting a new project, especially when God is sending me, sending me, me and my wife and a team across uh, the ocean to another nation, and it costs. $20,000, $30,000 to go do an event, $50,000. Whenever God is calling me to do something great, I always go back to this scripture because it reinforces the calling of God in my life. It's so powerful, so important to know these things. Let's read this scripture, Ephesians 2.10. For we are his workmanship. And if you look at the word workmanship, it means craftsmanship. It means created. It means molded. God has uh, molded our life to be just like him. For we are. You got to know that you are. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus. I have been created in Christ Jesus. Or I have been created in the anointed one. I have been created in the anointing. You got to know who you're in. You got to know whose team you're on. Powerful points. Knowing these things, keeping them deep within you, keeping them in the front of your forehead and in your eyes, coming out of your heart, it, it, it will not allow the enemy to talk you out of who you are in Christ. I mean, I've been in the ministry for many years now. I still, all the time, have to go back to these scriptures. It keeps me fresh. It keeps me, it keeps me focused of who I am. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works. Folks, God has called us unto good works. I like to say it like this. I share this when I'm talking to leaders. I always say, Want me, to, want me to tell you my future? It's good. Let me tell you what's ahead of me. Works. What type of works? Good works. What my future looks like is good. Good works. There's good things up ahead for me, our ministry, our team. Let me finish this scripture. Which God has before ordained that we should walk in them. Let me finish this up. God has predestinated. God has preordained. I like to say it like this. God has already written a script and you're the main actor. 
God has already written a script with good works for you to walk in. Listen, if you're thinking about signing up for the ministry, it's good. God has created a good future for you. Now, be watchful that you don't lend your ear. I'm not trying to be mean here to ministers or ministries who are burnt out, who are saying, I tried that faith stuff and it don't work. No, that faith stuff tried them and they didn't work. You got to be very watchful that you don't let people who are burnt out speak into your life. So I want to finish with this. If you want to be in the ministry, you want to do something great for God. Your future is bright. Your future has great things up ahead for you. I'm praying for you and I want to encourage you. Keep going and let God use you in a mighty way. See you later. 